happening, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. Your uh, midweek dose of spoop uh, live stream. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and this evening I'm joined by Reinhardt. What's up? What's going on, everybody? And down in the dungeon, uh, hopefully taking notes. I don't know, he might be getting snowed out up there, but what's up, Grognak? I am in the blizzard. The Hope blizzard. you guys hear me a little. You sound okay right now, but before it sounded bad. It was really bad. We're good. Yeah, just just hang tight with that. Yeah, I'm going to keep my snowshoes on. All right, keep your snowshoes on. Uh, no dog butt this evening. He is... I forgot what he's doing. He's doing something. Uh, Hudson will also not be joining us this evening. So it's just uh, me, Reinhardt, and Grognak. It'll be good night. It's fine. It's fine. It's the live stream. What's up, everybody? Who's out there? Who we got? We got... Who's in the chat? Ben. What's up, Ben? Oh, well, Ben's going to have to leave early tonight. That's fine. Also, over on Odyssey, what's up, everybody? And over on D-Live. Hello. I, I, I don't... We have some more followers. And they list their names, and one of them is TurdBurglar75. It's the internet. It's the internet. It's right up there with Assmaster69. Great dude. Good dude. Yeah, great guy. Funniest handle. Most, most intelligent guy with the most 2006 Xbox username out there. Yeah, he does a lot of great research, that guy. Yeah. So, how have you guys been? Good. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to. All right. I'm going to silence the. Uh, I'm going to silence the. What is it? 1990s uh, job site safety training video music, somebody called it. <laughs> or the 80s. Uh, some like eighties. Um, what do they call it? Not a collage. What's it called? Montage. Whatever, montage. You know, like, yeah. Just, yeah. Like the montage. The A team had them. Like it's like the perfect eighties show was the A team, right? There was always like a montage of them building something or making something or fixing something, right? Before they went to go shoot up the bad guys, where nobody ever gets killed. I was gonna say before they go like blow up guys from five feet away, so they can walk home to their families. Yeah, man. I, nobody ever got killed on that show. It was great. The bad guys are all just walking away at the end. Oh, man. Bad, I mean, explosions, like, m- more rounds fired off on that show than maybe any other show in history, and nobody ever got shot. I wonder if anybody accidentally got shot behind the scenes, or if that's just an Alec Baldwin thing. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Alec Baldwin. You know he's getting sued? Yeah, he's, like, they're, it's still going. He might actually go well, down for it. Yeah, but, like, finally people are like, well, and this is kind of faggy, to be to be fair. I mean, like, I'm not supporting Alec Baldwin by any by any stretch of the means or the word or whatever. But, like, people are like, oh, God, the shooting really traumatized me, and now I need money. Right. That's, and like, it, yeah. it's like, It's like Russia, Ukraine. There's no good side here. Just sit back and watch it. Yeah. Oh, man, don't even get me started on fucking Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, um, it'll come up at some point later. Well, I mean, no, I'm just, just saying, like, they, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, don't want to talk about Russia, Ukraine, a fake war. Right. And I mean, it, so do you guys notice this? Like, do you guys still every now and then get people mentioning it or, like, bringing it up? Like at work? Yeah, like in normie life. Oh, all the time. I am now okay. working. Okay, so I'm working with a guy who got out of the Navy or uh, the Navy. Army. He got out of the army in 1999. No, he got out in 2000. He he just he's like, if I would have known what was coming out, I re-enlisted. 
like, oh boy. I was like, are you serious? Oh, I said, what, you would have you gone to... You would have gone to Iraq to shoot kids for Uncle Sam? Right. He was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, you know that we ended up, I mean, now that you know that we went into Iraq under false pretenses and, you know, the auspices that they had the the yellow cake, which sounded delicious at the time, but uh, they didn't have any yellow cake. We looked. There wasn't any. They didn't even have any, like, German food cake or, like, you know, German chocolate know, it's cake like some, or devil food the- cake is what I meant. It's like somebody runs into the office and is like, dude, there's cake in the break room and you're going to look for it. And you're like, what the crap? It was like yesterday's donuts. and There's one left. I'm going to go bomb a funeral. Right. But but there was no yellow cake, no matter what Colin Powell said. And uh, we ended up destroying Iraq for nothing because 9-11. Don't get me started. But yeah, so I have I have like a super normie that I've been working next to for the few past few days. We've been... um. We've been making up uh, the switch gear on this project. Somehow, somehow, my you know my little part time job that I don't have, you know, that I only work. What am I on day? Today's Tuesday. I'm on day eighteen in a row. Day eighteen in a row. In is, a row. Is this the longest stretch that you've gone recently without a, a day off? Recently, yes. Uh, when I when I let me see. You should just sleep there. I, no, we can't. It's not. It's not. It's not one of those kind of places. No, we're only working tens, dude. It's not like we're working like it's. It's not ridiculous hours. We're working four tens and two eights, so it's like short day on Friday, short day on Saturday, and they because you know it's crunch time now because they need to get the gear going, and so we work the past two Sundays. I don't think they're gonna let us work this next Sunday because that would be three weeks in a row, and they're like, yeah, I know we are technically Satan. Um, it's a data center. You know, we're building data. Yeah. So obviously it's it's for the Lord of the Air, um, which is where all the data goes. Uh so anyways, it's a data center, so they need all their data stuff done. So but um they have rules and you can only work X amount of days in a row. I think it's I wanna say the most days you can work in a row is twenty, but they haven't said anything to me yet. I plan on going oh, wait a minute, what's today? Tuesday. Today so Tuesday's only six five days till you find out. Today's only sixteen. I I lied. Today's only sixteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. So either way, so you might you might have until until Sunday, and like they tell you on Saturday. Yeah. By the way, don't come in. Yeah. They'll be well. What they'll do is they're like, yeah, we're not going to be working Sunday. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, dude, the paycheck. Holy cow. So, I mean, I have to say, I have to say, building building the beast system does does certainly pay the bills. It is. It can be lucrative. It can be. I mean, you know, you do you you do slough off a little bit of your soul every day, but uh, whatever. So- I was gonna say, out of those eighteen days, how many are you working for the government for taxes? Um, I file married. I do married three, so it's not terrible. I work like one day a week for the government. I work like yeah, it's like well, with that, with with the amount of overtime, it's a full day for sure. But uh, it's fine because uh, the way that the way that the this the way that this local works is that uh, your your benefits also pyramid. So like if you're getting time and a half, they're paying your your pension at time and a half as well. Ooh, that's so nice. Get, yeah. So on Sundays you make double time on your pension too. So that's cool. That's which, awesome. Which hopefully I'll be able to see you know on my pension because I you know how they like to take people's pensions away. Oh shit, we lost it all. Right. And yeah, just straight just gone. straight up not not respond. Well, like uh who lost their pensions in the eighties? Everybody? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> the savings and loan scandal, which was like the first major banking scandal that like they're like, oh, we can do this to these people? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, this actually worked. Yeah. That was under Reagan, wasn't it? That was definitely under Reagan. That was when yeah. the uh the FAA was deregulated and they the air traffic controllers thing you got, you were not born yet. I was going to say you remember that, but no, no you weren't even born. No. Yeah. But I I do remember I, mean, I was just learning that it, it happened under under Reagan there, the guy who also made it mandatory for you to have your B system number. Social security number. Yep. Talk about Holocaust number tattoos. Oh man, you know what, dude? I am, uh, I am definitely um, no longer a Holocaust denier. By the way, speaking of that, I've been pushing my movie, uh, like my 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 movie uh, idea, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, people like it. The greatest Cinderella story. The greatest Cinderella story never told. I got to come up with a better mm. title, but uh. <laughs> you should <laughs> take all the marketing style of the greatest story never told website and mm-hmm. <laughs> do that, and just do it pro. It's pro, right? I mean, think about it, Jews. Think about this, Jews. Think for a second, Jonathan Greenblatt. The Holocaust is the greatest comeback story in the history of ever. Come on, dude. Ellie, Ellie Weasel. He he could have written another one, right? Could have done a sequel. Right. My other thing is like people are like, John, you talk a lot of Jews a lot. What do you the Holocaust denier? I'm like, no, dude. I grew up near West Hartford. I'm surprised it only happened once. <laughs> See, that's one of those things in Norway culture that people can actually like they can laugh at it. Yeah, they're like, Oh yeah, Jews kinda, suck. Ha ha ha. Like they can kind of laugh at it and I'm like, you don't I was like, you ever grow I was like, Do you know a lot of Jews? And they're like, No. I was like, dude, I grew up around a lot of them. Trust me. I'm very surprised it's only been the one time. Yeah, not 108 others, <laughs> right? It oh, sounds Lord. like something that would happen, like just to, just a little bit over 100 times. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe not so harsh, but yeah, something happened to him. 100. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I just know it keeps happening. They'll never tell you why, right? Nope. nope. Well, just like they never tell you what kind of books the Nazis were actually burning. Right. That's another thing. Well, yeah. Did you guys notice they do a really good job in the ADL and all this stuff with the Netflix specials and everything? Mm-hmm. of separating what nas- white nationalism like what it is and uh next to anti-semitism like they won't tie the two together they're very careful not to yeah because mm. then they would have to give some it would be like having to translate some of hitler's speeches right it's yeah. telling you why these people want to get together and be friends and and try to oppose one certain thing together you know? right Right. Mm. Exactly. You'd have to give as much airtime to the to the evil white supremacists to explain their their talking points as you would to, you know, demonizing them. Right. And then and then somebody might be like, that doesn't actually sound all that bad. Right. Maybe white well, people shouldn't be around black people. I, I mean, I'd say the vast I mean, we've seen now, apparently the vast majority of Americans when asked are fine with the idea of it being OK to be white. Uh, I mean, yeah. The vast majority, 73% to be exact, I believe, according to Rasmussen. Oh, man, I just said according to a normie poll. What a gay thing for me to say. I don't know. According to, according to, I don't know who you want to call it, the powers that be, Rasmussen is essentially Nazi spin doctor what? poll group. Nazi spin doctor poll group? They have been compared do to they, Nazi spin doctors, something in the vein of like Joseph Goebbels. Really? Are there? Do yeah. They, do they also? Never mind. I was going to make a spin doctors joke, and you neither of you guys would have gotten it. No, I'm very glad you didn't, because that would have fallen flat for me. <laughs> I would have been embarrassed. But yeah, they, damn it, um, dog butt, for not showing up. 
You get to chat him about that later. Getting my um, getting my shitty Gen X humor. Anyways, what? Oh no, I was just gonna say right now uh, with this whole. I guess we're getting into the Scott Adams thing a little bit, but with this whole Rasmussen uh, situation, that it's okay to be white polling. Um, the vast majority of mainstream media is labeling them far right propaganda. The far right propagandas. Uh, far right's propaganda wing. Thank you. Goodness. What? What? Huh? You just you just lost me there. What did What did you actually say? The far right's propaganda wing. So the the they are part of the propaganda for the quote far right. Who's this? Spin doctors Rasmussen. Oh, they are. I don't believe that at all. No, they're we know they're they're I know, normie. I know. I know they're pretty normie, but let's 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 play some of this. Rasmussen stuff. There's a um. Where is it? Rasmussen reports. Here we go. Let me pull this up. Good lord, what a gay face this guy has. Yeah, I know, right? See, that should that should tell you right there. Mm-hmm. Like a gay Paul Rudd. <laughs> Gayer. Uh, yeah, I immediately was thinking that. Gayer, Paul. Seen questions. Okay. But here's another example, one that would literally melt the brain of a mainstream journalist if they tried to put these numbers to ink. Why? Because it conclusively undermines the current racial orthodoxy. Now, as a caveat, I have absolutely no idea how YouTube is going to take this one. But all we did was ask very simple questions that should be uncontroversial, and we are reporting on what Americans told us, nothing more. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? I was wrong with it. It's okay to be white. Mind-blowingly, or perhaps not, the vast majority of American adults agree. 72% and 58% strongly agree. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, 72% agree overall. So it's 58% strongly agree that it's okay to be white. And 14% somewhat agree that it's okay to be white. I mean, yeah, that fifty-eight percent is much higher than I expected. Yeah, yeah. So hold on, let's see what else this see what else this poll has to say. Only twelve percent disagree, and only six percent of those strongly. Now, seventeen percent of Americans are not sure, and that's a pretty big number for a question like this, which should be a simple question to answer. To me, that is the standout number. People berated or guilted so much that they won't anonymously submit a response to an IVR call or an online survey. Now, just for those wondering, if we took out the not sures, then 86% of Americans agree with that statement, a whopping 70% strongly. But I'm going to just keep the not sures in there for all these. But just keep in mind that the agreement number here is bigger than even these numbers indicate. Men agree slightly more than women, and younger adults slightly less than older ones. But here's race, and there is a signal here. White adults are much more likely to say it's okay to be white, which I think is very telling considering how much effort has been put into convincing white Americans that it isn't okay. Only 7% of white Americans say it isn't okay to be white. Among black and Hispanic and other race Americans, a decent majority agree, but look at those not sure numbers. A meaningful chunk of minority Americans aren't sure if it's okay to be white. 26% of black Americans and 16% of Hispanic and other race Americans say it isn't okay to be white. Here's party. 83% of Republicans agree and only 6% disagree. But look at Democrats. Democrats by a huge majority, 69%, and with 51% strongly agreeing, 
say it's okay to be white and only 12% say it isn't. Take out the not sure responses and it's 86% of Democrats, which is significantly higher than Biden's approval rating among Democrat voters. Let me say that again. More Democrats say it's okay to be white than say they at least somewhat approve of the job Joe Biden is doing as president. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, we don't have to go much further than that. Yeah. Speaking of the president. Holy shit. I mean. Okay. So oh, that was weird. What? What was weird? Uh, speaking of the president. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw I'll make sure that's in the content. Yeah. I Yeah. Speaking of the president, we'll get to that one. But yeah. Uh, to, yeah, we'll put a pin in that. Holy crap! Dude. Let's circle back. Yeah, we'll definitely sock you back to that one. Um, okay, so where is? You know, can I just say the question isn't exactly clear. Like, it's is it okay to be white? So, like, does that mean I want someone else's opinion that it's okay to be friends with me because I'm white, or is it like if I'm white and I'm answering that poll like? Am I being asked how much it sucks to go through life in America as a white person right now? Because um, it's not really okay to go through America as a white person. Right, right it's now. not. Not but fair. What they're say- well, according to the media, it's not okay to be white. And according to academia, it's not okay to be white. And according to... Well, those are the two big ones. Uh, the political arena, it's not okay to be white. But... Like- is it okay to apply for a home loan as a white person? Right, that's no, what that sucks. Right, absolutely it does. And that's because the this, this system is stacked against white people right now and it's being done purposefully, but if you ask, you know, most people clearly most people agree that it's okay to be white. Um which I kind of find, you know, in the uh the blacks, what was the blacks? It was like let me back back that up so I can see the black. It's like 42%, 42 or 49. Here we go. The blacks. 52. Yeah. So the blacks. Do you guys have the big thing on the screen? I just blew it up. See if that does that blow up to the whole screen. I can't tell on the. Uh, I'm just waiting for the little delay here. Let it. Yeah. I think it's. Yeah, I think it works. Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. You can you see the whole the on the entire screen now? Yeah. Okay. So. Twenty six percent of blacks. And 18% of that, I mean, 18% of the overall, but 26% of blacks say it's not okay to be white. And 16% of others, which would be mestizos, Latinos, Arabs, and Asians likely, right? Um, They say it's not okay to be white. With, you know, 21% of blacks and 25% of the others saying they're not sure. They don't know. They're not sure if it's okay to be white. I think, well, because when they give out polls like this, they do, I'm sure they do have to give some kind of explanation. Do you disagree or agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? I don't think there's any explanation needing needed there when somebody asks you, here's a poll, and here's question number one. Do you agree or disagree with the statement, it's okay to be white? That's literally how the poll goes. Yeah, it. To, you, so, to us, it seems very simple, um, but I think this highlights, and I, I think that's the point that he's going to get to eventually in that freaking six-minute video, <laughs> but it, it just highlights right? how it would seem the vast majority of people, they don't care about what the ADL says about 
the phrase "It's okay to be white." Right. I know he mentions that. Does he mention that? Let's find out. He does. He does later that the the ADL has this labeled hate speech, and he's like, we're, "What we're looking right at right now is a vast majority of Americans that believe in something the ADL is calling hate speech." Right. Okay, so the vast majority of Americans believe in something that the ADL is calling hate speech. And then Scott Adams took this and went off with it um, and said, you know, and he, and he, one of the things, I've one got of the other Twitter questions, clip in there. Yeah. One of the other questions were black people can be racist too. Uh, 79% of Americans agree with that. Only 12% disagree. 71% of Dem- Democrats agree that black, black people can be racist. I mean, come on. Like, even, like, and I know there's dr three, bro. Dems are the real racist. <laughs> And I know there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's statistics. So I'm, you know, I I wouldn't take this as gospel truth, but I'd say this does have to at least. I think this does provide at least some tangible evidence that the vast majority of Americans just don't care. Which Twitter about this clip? Stuff. Which you said you put the Twitter clip of the. Uh... Yeah, it's in the bottom of the stack. Oh, is it? Okay, let me go to the stack. Yep, it's the just right above the Biden. Because we had the like seven minute long one, but this one is only like forty five seconds. Okay, we'll play this clip. This is this is Scott Adams. This is uh, everybody's favorite boomers. All of a sudden, when the boomer began to hate, right? Everybody remember that when the boomer began to hate. He wrote Win Bigley, and everybody was everybody thought he was a Trump supporter, but they didn't actually listen to the words that he said. He was not a Trump supporter. He was just fascinated by the Trump phenomenon. All right, let's play this clip by Dilbert, man. Scott, the clot shot Adams. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where you know, I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, there, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. All right, that's enough, Scott. He said the thing, and all of a sudden, he's Nazi racist Scott Adams. He's the new Fuhrer of the alt-right. He's the new leader of the dissident right. He's going to total nigger death, right? When we've been making fun of Scott for a solid how many years now? Three. (laughs) Three years? Three years. How long has COVID been going? Three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it, it's holy I don't shit. Say it's you want to know? Oh, real quick, hang on, dude. So Billy Baldwin is Alec Baldwin's brother, right? And we're on the side of Twitter. Look at the screen. Look at this. Look at the screen. 
Look where the where my cursor is. See where it says Billy Baldwin over there on the right hand side. Yeah, Billy Baldwin. Biden eighty one million two hundred eighty three thousand seven hundred eighty six. Trump seventy four million two hundred twenty three thousand five hundred fifty two. This motherfucker has the popular, the alleged popular vote count on his Twitter preview. What a what fag! A what a what a fag! Oh my god! I said it better. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Okay. Um. If Scott Adams wasn't a cruel, racist, heinously insensitive asshole, it might have worked out dis- differently. This isn't wokeness. This isn't political correctness. This isn't cancel culture. This is consequences. See the difference? That's a bot. Yeah. No, that's Billy Baldwin. Oh, right. Blatant well, open racism. These listen to these fucking these these replies. It's getting weird. These people just can't think it and not say it. Oh, so it's okay to think like that as long as you don't say anything. Just keep it up in oh, your okay. yeah. Okay. In a world of Dilberts be a Garfield. Wow. Okay. Why is anyone giving him a platform? Once you reveal yourself, you can't unring that bell. Wow. <laughs> the Dilbert with the clan hood. Yes. I mean, this is just uh, so many bots in these replies, too. Yeah. Oh, so many make a, He should make a comic about Dilbert losing his job for using the N-word online. <laughs> Well, and then okay, so here's 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 the uh, shot chaser, right? So here, check this out. Uh, as soon as this thing starts loading, let's play the deal. But I think the the, the bigger issue here is how large your voice is. Oh, hold on. He uh, he went on with Hotep Jesus. So okay, there we go. He's on YouTube with Hotep Jesus. Okay. And two groups of people have been particularly enraged, and we're going to exclude white liberals from this, um, black Americans, and maybe the diasporas and, and the rest of the diaspora, maybe, um, and this neo-Nazi white nationalist crowd. You're their new hero. You're the new hero of white nationalists. I, I know. Uh, let, 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 me, let me say, I, I disavow them completely for agreeing with me for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but but I'm aware of that. Uh, I, I'm aware of the, the support. But yeah, I disavow them completely. They're just agreeing with me for the wrong reasons. But I, yeah. Yeah, what can I do about that? Yeah, I, I've been hit with the 13 and 50 for the past 48 hours. 13 and 50. Wait, a 13? Well, What's th- that? Uh, it, this is a white nationalist trope where they say black people are 13% of the population and they commit uh, 50% of the uh, violent crimes oh. in America, right? So the whole okay. 13 and 15 trope, 50 trope, um, which is, you know, uh, we don't have to get into how bizarre or um, inaccurate that stat is. Well, we, but, but, oh, but is it inaccurate though, Hotep Jesus? Well, anyway. Let me ask you the question. Black When black Americans become wealthy... They usually move away from uh, high crime areas, don't they? From high crime areas, yes. Yeah. And there is unfortunately, because of systemic racism, those, those high crime areas are concentrated often in black areas. 
for no fault of the black people. The oh systemic racism has you know, brought us to this point. So would it be reasonable for a successful black person to say, you know what, the best thing I could do is go to a low crime neighborhood. And unfortunately for me, you know, a lot of white people there. Would that be reasonable? Yes, but some nuance, as we talked about in the green room, um, you know, I live in an area predominantly that, that's got a lot of Indians moving in. So I perceive white people as being lower class. So I want to be near the Indians. Um, <laughs> so if I see a black man oh, or a white man walking down oh, my block. Uh, okay. So now, now Hotep puts Indians above white people. Wow. Okay. That just got worse. I didn't know that was going to be. I didn't know that was part of the the clip, but that is some world class cucking by Scott Adams. So yeah, straight to the disavowal, right into the agreeing with me for the wrong reasons, and then followed up by literally swallowing as much black penis as he could get in his old mouth. See, and and I can imagine what kind of people out there, and I use the term people loosely that would have been pushing this whole Scott Adams thing as some kind of hero, but nobody in their right mind should have ever been doing that in the first place. Oh, dude, the people that are doing, I mean, the memes, of course, memes are great. The Dilbert doing the bite the curb thing from, um, Oh yeah. What do you call it? Uh, fucks the Nazi movie. Um, American history, American history X. X. Why well, can't I remember? Yeah, thank you. I can see the scene in my head. Yeah. American history X, like with Dilbert, and then you have uh, Dilbert wearing the the Burger King crown on the airplane. And then you have Dilbert doing another one from a oh, falling down. The Dilbert falling down. Right. Right. Which is which come to find out is just a, a fucking Jewish schizophrenia fantasy movie. So anyway, so it's not even like 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 the, like it's it's like people that are into uh, who's the guy from Taxi Driver that everybody is like, oh, he's totally me. Oh, um, um, Travis Bickle, Travis Bickle. Yeah. Like there's like, like identifying with Travis Bickle is like, you know, having Scott Adams as the new Fuhrer. You know what I mean? It's like, it's gay. It's really bad. Or when like the Taylor Swift thing was going around. Oh yeah. Taylor Swift or Nazi Aryan princess. I mean, Tyler Swift, you, your cat boy, fucking fembot femboy. He can he can perform some some tomboy hippie, hissy sissy hypno. I don't even know how to say the thing. <laughs> I can't sissy hypno sissy hypno whatever the f- I have no idea what the fuck that is, but I know that it has there's like cat boys and stuff involved with it. I don't know. Yes, it's gay. It, sissy hypno doesn't sound masculine. I just put it that way. All right, maybe for Tariq Dasheed. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, the the kind of people that are pushing that have been pushing this as legitimate, let's say, thought victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, no, no. That's terrible. This is ridiculous. Mm. This is, and this is not like I've seen. I've seen people try and compare it because they they think that the whole Scott Adams thing before this happened, they they loved it. They were great, and they mm-hmm. were saying this is uh, even better than than what happened with Kanye. Right. This is real. No, it's not. No, this isn't real. No, this is faker than Kanye. This is way worse than Kanye. This is humiliation and cuckery all the way through. Mm -hmm. I mean, with J.K. Rowling, they threw, they still threw, was it uh, Grognak was talking about, they still threw a tranny character into the game. 
you know. Right. Yeah, I don't think any of that stuff even belongs to her anymore, though. No. Her. No, she has nothing to do with. I mean, In obviously, she gets the little royalty checks, not little, but she gets royalty checks. But that's about it. Right. I mean, which I mean, if if I were her, well, okay, let's call this a real reality here. Okay. But if I were her, I, I I would think I would be the best position possible. <laughs> you wrote what you wrote. You're gonna never stop making money off of it, and just let it all go. But of course, none of it's actually real. Right. Right, none of it's real. But see, this is, once again, if if it weren't clear, if it wasn't clear to everybody before, you don't get victories with famous people. You don't get victories, period, like this. No, especially with famous people. I mean, even even though Woody Harrelson went on to uh, Saturday Night Live and called the medical industry a cabal. Right, yeah, yeah. he just had to use the cabal buzzword. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, he's always been like a central-leaning Democrat, basically, right? Yeah. So, once again, no. I'm pretty no, I'm sure not... he's on the flight list. Yeah, and I don't oh. think I've seen anybody thinking that Harrelson's speech was legitimate in any way. No. <sighs> This is terrible, and I can't find this stupid little clip. That He's funny, on. though. Who? Harrelson? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, this is what I had to say um, earlier to that, that last thing, though, was. <laughs> oh, nigga, you gay. <laughs> <laughs> never gets old. Nope, never gets my old. Phone. <laughs> it took me forever to find it, but yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I have to say to those people that think that Scott Adams is actually helping. It's like right. saying that's like saying that's like saying that that little bloated uh, Puerto Rican that went to that went to um, East Palestine uh, actually did something. Did you guys do you guys want to see the pictures that our uh, friend of ours actually took from East Palestine? Did you look sure. at those in the chat? So we have pictures of a, of an actual man on this. You know, we didn't just go run down there and uh, go bloviate to some. Um, hold on. We didn't go and stand in front of some empty courthouse on a Saturday afternoon. Right. I mean, obviously that, but like we didn't go down and, uh, a second. All right. We'll put these in the, in, in the file, but yeah, they didn't go down there and, and, and stand in front of a, uh, fucking, oh, this didn't, it didn't save. <sighs> hmm. At first, when you were, I, I didn't know where you were going with it. That when you started describing a certain person, I, what came to mind is I pulled up the picture of Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, Jesus, dude! The the Kyle Rittenhouse. Have you seen Kyle Rittenhouse? I'm putting. I'm pulling up the picture of Kyle Rittenhouse. That's Augustus Gloop. That is literally Augustus Gloop. Why, this <laughs> look at the screen, dude. Look at this fat face. They, I mean, they pinked his cheeks up, but still. Look at this fat, portly, Jesus. This is what Sissy Hypno does to you. Absolutely. This is what Sissy Hypno does to you. Oh, my God. Mm. The humiliation that that thing has endured. Well, it was probably grown to endure. I don't know, man. I love the tweet. Just straight up (laughs) looks like a lesbian, dude. 
Please tell my lesbian auntie Marcia has gone missing. She was last seen Thursday at 11 a.m. outside Applebee's in Austin. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's sad. I like Remember, he was the who was barbecue the, sauce empire. Yeah, why this motherfucker looked like he about to start his own barbecue sauce empire? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh! This fat nigga. Holy shit! Ugh. Where's that nigga? There it is. Please clip? help. My auntie lesbian Marsha has gone. My lesbian auntie Marsha has gone missing. There it is. Please retweet. Now he's he's thicker in the body. So right here, I'd like to say that I know I know a, a another podcaster that kind of looks like him. Take the red, the pink away, make it actually red, and make him look more Polish. Okay. Oof. Did those pictures drop in the uh, file yet? Which picture? The folder. The Kyle Rittenhouse pictures? No, 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 no. I thought you were adding the East Palestine ones. I they're not they're not downloading from Telegram to my laptop for some reason. They're being they're being dicks. Are they in the main chat? They're in the main chat. Yeah, they're from the twenty sixth at nine oh five. Clossington posted those. The twenty sixth. That's two days ago. Okay. It's a pile of dirt with a tarp over it and a fence. And yeah, I see it. Yeah, and it's literally it. That is the entire fucking spill. That is it. This, to me, reeks... Uh, yeah, if you can get it, and I'll just pull them up. Yep, I got them. I'm saving them both to my computer now. I'll All drop right. them in there. Yeah, I mean, he went there, and he was there for the whole day. Didn't get a headache. Um, Didn't smell anything funny. I mean, that's good. Right. But you would think for the amount of vinyl chloride PVC stuff that was there. I mean, you know, the cloud went away, but like. There it is. Well, you that's, know, FEMA, FEMA just things. showed up, so. You, you ever burn the, those plastic pipes, the PVC pipes? You yeah. You burn them? Yeah. Oh, man, it stinks. Right. And there is usually a large pile of like, ash. there's like ash, like plastic ash. So that's the train site. Mm. That's the train that's the site. derailment. Yeah, that's the and derailment. And then what's what's this pile of dirt? That's the pile of uh, that's the vinyl chloride that they cleaned or the dirt that they can't get rid of because yeah, there it is Con- contaminated soil. Yes, contaminated soil that they can't get rid of because nobody will carry it. Okay, it's too toxic. So we put a fucking. Tarp from Lowe's over it. Look at this tarp. And just let it sit in a parking lot. Right. Well, it's not a parking lot. I mean, this is clearly somehow near the... I mean, apparently there's still a car turned over on its side nearby. Okay, so it's near the site, at least. Well, they had to have the train car nearby... Turned over so that they could remind people that there was an accident, you know? Right. Because to me, oh, there you go. There it is. If you look at the, in the other picture, there's the tra- the crash site. There's the cranes. Yeah, so it's somewhere off camera out of this shot, but it's there. No, there's the train. No, it's that round, reddish, whitish thing in the middle. In between. No, I'm, I'm saying the soil uh, mound. Mm. But yeah, sure. this is the site of the actual. Sure. I mean, I don't know where the soil is in relation. These could be from two different states, but no, our buddy wouldn't lie. They're they're from the same spot. 
Um, and literally, there's no hazmat suits. There's no teams of hazmat people anywhere doing any of this, picking it up. If it was so hazardous, it would have been cleaned up. Well, like I said, FEMA just made their way down there uh, over the weekend or last end of last week. So, I mean, everything's saved. It's Tuesday, though. Everything is saved. Okay. I'm still going with that they used the white noise um, film as propaganda for this, quote, accident that didn't really happen so that they can... Uh, there's something going on here. I don't know if it's going to be like died suddenly vax deaths, but they started with that um, digital medical ID thing here. The right, you know, and oh, giants, you have to actually pay for it after the free trial period that these people got. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, also, yeah. So I don't think that that I I think that the vinyl chloride spill thing was some sort of wag the dogish. I don't even know. I mean, it could have just been that they're just like, fuck it. Use the movie. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, we're, and we're seeing, uh, two more derailments, I think. Yes. Yes. Two more derailments. There was one in Manatee County, which they said, uh, there was no spillage. Yes. Manatee County train carrying propane. Good Lord. Hank Hill on high alert. (laughs) Um, Manatee County, that's got to be in Florida. Is it? Manatee County? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Like, where else are there manatees? Um, According to county officials, five rail cars and two propane tankers were involved at 7155 16th Street East. Um, Look at these pictures. I'm pulling up the tweet. The damage to the tracks. What's that? Uh, Sorry, I thought it was on mute. Oh. On the screen, there is a picture of the train car that was derailed. Look at the damage to the tracks that happened when this car derailed. Now, I'm going to say that the car derailed because the tracks were shit. Yeah. Look at look at the condition of the ties and the, and the uh, the rails right there. That's up on the yeah, that's up on the screen. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm going with more uh, inefficient train infrastructure. Yeah, this is the, oh my goodness, this is the last the last picture there. Look at this, look at the the, the track. Looks like it just uh, the ties just dissolved. Jeez, like it looks like dirt that doesn't look like wood. They literally are turning into mulch right there. The railroad ties are mulch. The infrastructure in the United States is falling apart at an exponentially. At an exponential rate, and we um we're gonna see a lot more of this stuff. I'm surprised planes aren't actually falling out of the sky with the amount of maintenance that they that they don't do on these planes. Imagine, I mean, the people that do the maintenance on these trains look at look at the diversity at the airports. That's what's maintaining your planes. Diversity hire just got sucked into a fucking turbine. What a month ago, dude. If going to an airport doesn't make you racist, I don't know what will. Right. Oh my god! It's just ridiculous. Yeah, but, look but, at, but this I, is maybe the we're not seeing planes falling out of the sky because you know they keep just shutting down, implying everything. they actually fly. Wow. Well, okay. Whoa. All right. All right. All right. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! That's for the weekend show, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't actually believe that the Satan tubes don't fly. We just don't believe that there's fuel in. Sometimes, sometimes they seem to just like stay still. In the well, sky. they do. The staying still thing is odd. 
Yeah, that that I can't really explain in any reasonable fashion. That's actually something that came up at work. Uh, walking back from break, one of the guys I said something about the sun, and one of the other guys was like, hey, you got to be careful. There's two of them now. I was like, huh. oh, yeah. You saw that, huh? <laughs> Do the Leo, the Leo DiCaprio pointing. No, we're just well, I just I like to let people just go with it and see where they're going with it, you know. I like yeah. To, yeah. I don't I don't add to any conspiracy talk at work anymore at all. No, I but, I just don't period whether you know, just out with people or at church yeah. or something. I I hear it and I just let it go. I sit there with a little smile on my face and Mhm. You sit there with my pocket aces and just smile and wait for the flop. Yep. <laughs> It's the easiest. It's satisfying, and if if they go the proper route with it, or they go they go a route that you didn't expect, that's pleasantly surprising. Then great, yeah, it's a little enjoyment in your day, right? Oh, there was one today. Somebody mentioned. Uh, somebody said something, and, he's, uh, and it came Kyrie Irving's shoes with the Illuminati on his shoes, right? And the black dude at work was like, man, all that is is, see, right now we're talking about his shoes. That's what that's supposed to do. That's supposed to get people talking about him. That's why he does that. Is that a black guy? There's a black guy that said that, yeah. The reason why the Illuminati. What's that? So I love black conspiracy theorists. Well, he's not really a conspiracy theorist. What he's saying is that the Kyrie shoe has the Illuminati eye on it because it gets people talking about it. So it draws attention to the shoe, whether or whatever. And people go, oh, it's oh, Illuminati shoe. Right. It's not like a real Illuminati thing. It's just an advertised, like a like a gotcha or a get you in kind of a thing. I, I could see that. But also, also, well, he's probably right there. I mean, I, I don't think Kyrie Irving is in the Illuminati. Well, you know, about that, the eye thing, this is going to catch some flack maybe, but it seems like the Illuminati kind of stole that symbolism yeah. At one point, it seemed like it used to be a representation of the Eye of Providence. It's supposed to be a symbol for God, but then the Illuminati took it over. Well, the Freemasons, it was the Eye of Providence, right? Correct. And then the Illuminati yeah. turned it into a thing about the Watchers. I mean, maybe the Eye the eyes had multiple meanings, though. I mean, just looking like the Mediterranean, you've got the evil eye, right? The Eye of the Gods, the, the greed. Um. I don't know. There, there are a lot of meanings to you eye symbolism. Fucking, yeah, even like the finocchia. What's that? He gave me the Italian finocchia with the <laughs> with the fucking hands, the little devil horn things. They get the little curse. It's the it's the evil eye. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I mean, why is that a thing? What the evil eye? Why is that even a thing? That goes back to an- antiquity. Maybe they had lasers in their eyes back in the day. Speaking of lasers, uh, did you guys see? Grognak, you posted it, didn't you? The water cutting, uh, marble statue cutting with the water. Device. Oh yeah, a while ago. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Um, no, somebody posted it yesterday. That's a very high psi. Right? Yes, somebody posted it yesterday. I thought. I've seen that a while ago. Oh okay, but uh, yeah, it gives you a whole lot. Uh, I mean, a little more um, of an idea what could have been. Back well, it makes sense because if they were cutting rocks with lasers, they would make all kinds of ablation marks on there, right? Right. Implying that lasers can do it. Right. But anyways, yeah. Yes. Suspending my disbelief, yes. There wouldn't be, a, there would be ablation marks and there is not. So cutting with water, um, especially cutting stuff like stone, cutting with water is always a better way and cleaner because water. Right. I mean, it. even without 
so you, if you're looking at statues, let's say from the Renaissance, right? Like the, mm. uh, what is the statue? It's supposed to be, I think, Joseph of Arimathea the and Nicodemus of pulling. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, that one too. Yeah. But, was but it again then, the rape uh, of Circe? Was it like the rape of Circe or something? Uh, the rape of Persephone. Persephone. Some other, yeah. Anyways, um, you were saying the one about Joseph of Arimathea? Yeah, it, so it's got three three people, Joseph, uh, Nicodemus, uh, pulling Jesus' body down. And the story is Raphael was, I think he was 72 when he started it and worked on it for eight years. But all, all these sculptures have these incredible, ridiculous stories. And you see there's no ablation marks. There's no nothing. It's there's not a perfect. scratch. Right. I've seen statues that were carved, you know, uh, wooden you know, really good hand carved wooden statues with with many levels of chisels and whatever. And as nice as they are, there's you know there's still going to be mistakes. No, these these statues are perfect, every single one. Whether it's the rape of Persephone or the uh, Mary and Jesus, with whether she's got Jesus on her lap. Other than the fact right. that her lap would make her nine feet tall. Also, that have you ever seen that? Like if if Mary stood up. Right. Like, yeah, that's that's one that people grab all the time when they're trying to trying to show like the the goddess worship, you know, in the ancient world. Like, oh, this is a giant. This is probably Isis or uh, whatever her name is. Um, well, Semiramis. I mean, technically, that's a giant. I mean, you know, if, if that was a real, that was supposed to be to scale. Whoever that was was big. Yeah, Any, anyhow, that's that's the other thing. You're telling me that they were just so dumb they couldn't figure out proper proportions. Dude, they could get if they got the muscles. In Moses' arm, so perfect that the only one that you can see, you can see because the proper finger is flexed. That's incredible. Right, right. But they didn't know how to do legs. Right. Right. They were like, they were like, I don't know. How, what's the, uh, they're like AI not being able to do hands. Which, by the <laughs> yeah. way, I think is bullshit. I think that is absolute bullshit. And it's just, first of all, AI is an AI. It's just an, it's a mathematical algorithm. There's no AI. Well, dude, how about this? They always have six fingers. Well, not always. Six fingers. Not always. I've seen like some of them have 13, some of them have four. I mean, the, the AIs that we are allowed to use, they mess up fingers and faces. Sure. A lot that, of the time. That's done they on just purpose, do. I'm sure. But right. It's it's one of those things. It's like a governor, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got a governor placed on it before they give it out to the public. Can't be too perfect. Sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I can't like that. Yeah. But the same do you guy, guys remember? Okay, so the same guy at work was speaking of that. He was like, um, "The reason why we have so many problems in this country is because everybody has a platform, and there's too many news channels, and everybody has too much information. We should go back to when it was just the six o'clock news." Is that when you told him about Nationalist Inquirer? I was like, "Bro," <laughs> I was like, Bro. "No, Are you kidding me? No, I don't want this guy to know anything." He listens to. He was listening to Joe Rogan and Brett Weinstein today. Oh Lord! Yeah. Oof! Yeah, definitely don't say anything. <laughs> um, but he oh, thinks f- Brett Weinstein's an idiot because he doesn't like Trump. So I'm like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. this guy's a conservative. He's a conservative. He's a former military yeah. conservative. So okay. Yeah. When um, I brought up the, 14- when I brought up the Scott Adams thing at work today, and I did the whole like, you know, they canceled him, but they didn't call him a liar. And everybody was like, that's true. That's they never I was like, they never called him a liar. They never called Kanye a liar neither. 
Like and, this nigga's right. Oh, and speaking of Kanye, uh, speaking of Ye, speaking of Ye, apparently Ye has fired all of uh, America First, all the the all Nick Fuentes and all those people. Like he's no longer Nick is no longer cool with uh, AF. But that's beside the point with uh, with Ye. But that's beside the point. Lance uh, and suicide alert. But um, uh, Adidas was like, hey, Ye, um, we have five hundred million dollars worth of these shoes that we can't sell because we don't have your name on them. So. We're just gonna go ahead and reinstate that contract. Don't tell anybody. Just for now. Don't tell anybody. We won't let anybody know. I'm pretty sure. I, I like that was the scuttlebutt that I heard, and I'm pretty sure that's happened. I think that's fucking hilarious. That is funny. I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't seen anything from him since he dropped out. Dropped no. Off. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, it is all just part of the show. This whole like, yeah, you know, yeah, the black fear of the alt right. <laughs> You get nothing. You just don't, enjoy the ride. You don't get anything. Yeah, man. Just have fun. Just have fun. Like, we're not nihilists here. We're just saying, like, you don't have to be beholden to all of this stuff. Right. Don't look for your next freaking Marvel character to cheer on. Right. Especially if your Marvel character is a handicapped, asthmatic, crippled person. Anyways. That'd be a really lame comic. What a terrible comic. No, no pun intended there. Asthma man. Wouldn't it be as man as ass master sixty nine? <laughs> man, he's gotten how many shout outs? This he's episode? gotten two shout outs this episode. I like his channels, man. His channels are cool. Um, this is a cool story. What time are we at? Yeah, this we got cool. like five minutes. Yeah, this is a cool story. Uh, check this out. Who posted this one? This one's cool. The the King Cobra. Absolutely scary. IFS officer shares video of King Cobra standing up, leaves citizens stunned. Nietzens. Nobody, nobody, look, this is a German article. Nietzens. No, citizens. Netizens. It's netizens, which is citizens, I guess. Is that a word? Yeah, citizens of the the net. Oh, citizens of the net. Oh, my God, that's a word. Yeah, it is a word. Oh, man. That was, all right. It's one of the, it's one of those gay things somebody like, uh, like the Facebook guy would say. (sighs) Oh. All right. I can't even remember his name at this point. All right. Look at this fucking snake. Okay, let me let me where's the video? You didn't show the video. That's on Twitter. It's where's got it? a Twitter link in there, I think. Where's the Twitter link? Okay. There it is. There it is. That's freaking ridiculous. Holy schmoly. Yeah, there's nothing spoopy about that. That's just scary. And here's the thing about a king cobra, is a king cobra will chase you. Watch it again. Look at this thing. That thing will chase you down in about five seconds. Mm-hmm. And they are so, fast. So they said this snake is 10 feet off the ground. This is an 18 to 20 foot snake. And still that thing is faster than most of the population. Yeah. In you America. Imagine what that thing has already eaten. That yeah. thing is probably eating a rhinoceros, a baby Uh-oh, at least. I lost the I lost the the screen here. Uh, I lost the. <laughs> I lost my uh, what do you call it? My brave window. Oh, nice. You know how sometimes you can throw a window like with with Mac, you can like throw windows off to the left or the right. Yeah. yeah, and you gotta like swipe back over. I have no idea. You just, how to do did that. you use all four fingers? 
I, I was two. Oh, okay. God, that snake. I can't stop watching that. There it is. All four fingers. That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. India, man. It, it's crazy, man. Those snakes. And that snake is crazy. Okay, so it's not a third. Okay, so it was... It's a third of the snake. Good Lord. It can grow up to 18 feet long. Okay, so they can grow up to 18 feet long. This one's not 18 feet. This thing is standing up like 10 feet, though. Good Lord. Yeah, this thing is, is definitely like 15. It's a big frequency. I mean, look snake. at how... Yeah, look how much of its tail is, is back behind it. It's a large snake that will chase you down and bite you. That's ridiculous. At least it's not a spitting cobra. With that distance and that speed combined with spitting distance, uh-uh. Yeah, That's I don't want to get spit at. I don't want to get spit at by a spitting cobra. <laughs> From the chat, crowd. Hey, look, an 18-foot cobra standing up. Cobra, hey, look, lunch. Yeah, right? Pretty much. You know. What's amazing about these things, and I think somebody pointed it out, is they actually they're in tune to the the vibrations in the ground around them. Mm. So when they're standing up, all they're looking to do is see exactly is to basically get eyes on what they know is already there. So if this thing stands up, it knows you're there. <laughs> What's it looking at though? Like that it's popped up seven feet in the air there. Uh, How a is baby it looking elephant. At? Right. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like, what's it doing? Like, what he doing? UFO crash. Like, hmm, my people. Yeah. That is so crazy. Ugh, we get to leave you with this for the break, guys. Yes, we're going to leave you with this for the break. So, <laughs> we're going to play music. We're just going to keep this video looping. <laughs> no, I did not find uh, break music art. But I did find the break music. So cool. Um, what song is this? It is Botch. It is the one that Dogbot wanted to play last week, but we had already picked out the Blood Incantation song. So this is from I believe the album is We Are the Romans, and the song is Transitions from Persona to Object. Cool. Yeah, and this is Botch, and we'll be back in a few.
Well, all right, everybody. We're back. <laughs> How about that? Um, and that was cool. I don't know. I don't know if I like the end of that song, but I like Botch. They're pretty cool. And I haven't listened to that much. Yeah, they're all right. I like them. Pretty cool. Not my favorite, but but cool. So they have a new uh new killer drug just dropped. Yeah, I want to know more about this. Yeah, yes. Desire to know more intensifies. And of course, drugs in West Virginia. Well, not just West Virginia. Charleston, South Carolina. Law enforcement officials are warning the public of a powerful veterinary tranquilizer that has been found mixed with drugs in South Carolina. Oh. Charleston Police Department said xylazine, a drug used as an animal sedative and a pain reliever, has been identified in multiple recent illicit drug seizures. So, according to NIDA, the National Institute on Drug Abuse, uh, xylazine is often added to illicit opioids, including fentanyl, and people report using xylazine containing fentanyl to lengthen its euphoric effects. Now, hold on a second. Doesn't fentanyl just pretty much just kill you instantly? Well, in certain doses. But right. fentanyl is also used medically in very sure. small doses. Sure, in tiny, tiny, tiny doses, but like... Yes. <laughs> Aren't most of the like doses on the street killing people? Yeah, they they don't whether it's intentional or just because they don't monitor how much they're using when they're mixing it with other drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ends up a lot of times just being a a fatal dose. Right. So they're finding them in these uh blue tablets depicted below, which is interesting. Um Now, if you these look, are, the these look like I'm trying to look up this pill. What is this pill? Somebody look this pill up with the blue M30. What is that? Because there's like a there's like a pill manual that tells you what everything is by like the color and the stuff that's written on it. Supposedly, this stuff causes your skin to rot. Yeah, yeah. This a is pill? Ca- the causes a pill. What's that? You think a pill does that? Right, that's what they're saying. They're, there's, when used repeatedly, it can cause skin ulcers and abscesses, earning it the street nickname "zombie drug." Now, I mean, I don't necessarily live on the streets, but I don't believe I've ever heard of anything called a zombie drug. Have you guys? Uh, no. Have you guys heard? You well, heard bath have salts, you heard right? of the, the yeah bath salts and the crocodile 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 whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember when that came through and. God, that was like 2012. Right, but here's the thing. You guys remember a video from like an FBI or CIA, I don't remember what it was, some alphabet agency's uh, PowerPoint presentation and somebody recorded this from like their, you know, underneath their suit jacket with their cell phone. Do you guys remember that? And it was like talking about a zombie apocalypse. And they were going to use cover stories like bath salts and crocodile and zombie drugs to cover up for the fact that there are really people having these sort of things going on. The eating of the of the face, the guy who ate the other guy's face in Florida. It wasn't just some weird gay sex fetish fetish party thing. This was a real zombie. Um, there was supposedly zombies actually released accidentally into like New Orleans at one point. 
You guys remember these stories? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and also, uh, Amazon, was it Amazon on their terms and conditions? They have a page about the zombie apocalypse, and there's another military presentation. I want to say Jack found it back when Jack was the intern. Uh, you guys remember that the, about the about the zombie the DOD's zombie apocalypse uh, paper? Yes, I remember that. Well, we we kind of talked about it on the show. Yeah, at that point, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I think I'll, I think pretty much all this zombie apocalypse everything stuff is wag the dog. I mean, if if something really is going on, sure, they could definitely use this stuff to kind of mask it. Right. Um, but and also, I mean, a, a zombie apocalypse. I don't think it's going to be anything like the movies. No, but like have you, zombies, well, period, or anything like the movies. Have you seen the videos going around of people who are just having these weird seizures where they're just like arms flailing and like running into things and falling down and crawling on their face like zombies? Basically, you would see in a movie. Yeah, and it's, it is odd. Like, it's like, are these just homeless people on drugs or is this or is this these is this this trank T.R.A.N.Q. They call it trank the zombie drug trank. I just shared a 12 hour long compilation of people doing exactly that in the content channel. If you want to scrub through it a little 12 hours. Yep. Jeez. Welcome to Zombieland Xylazine. Turning up Unis streets into Zombieland, causing deadly symptoms. A new drug called Xylazine, also known as Trank, wreaked havoc in U.S. cities. Yeah, you said um, West Virginia, Reinhardt. But let me, yeah, there's a there's an article from West Virginia. I'll pull that one up. This one's from South Carolina. The one, yeah, zombie drug arrives in West Virginia. This is by Hoppy Kirchival. Uh, what's up, Hoppy? It's like Happy Gilmore's. Never mind. Um, the next evolution of the drug crisis in the country is filtering into West Virginia. It is called Trank or Trank Dope or zombie drug. And its primary ingredient is xylazine and animal tranquilizer. Xylazine, I guess they've stepped up from ketamine. Because that's the other animal tranquilizer that that people like to take recreationally. Okay, so I'm scrubbing through this video. Mm. And I don't know. My my two thoughts are drugs, because substances can make us do absolutely insane things. Sure. Or like demonic possession of some kind. This is like I'm not I'm not trying to say it's all demons or something like that, but goodness. Yeah, this is I'm I mean like drugs. This is drugs, clearly. Like if this is xylazine, or is it actually is this actually is the xylazine a cover for some sort of weird dude technically we're in the middle of a war and we don't know it. You wouldn't know it unless they blew up the house next door to you. You know, right. Like we have food packaging plants getting burned down. We have things exploding all around us from from another country's point of view, from another country's point of view, 22, right? Hold on. From another country's point of view, our country is at war. Like, look at what's going on. There's hunt. You know, there's deaths. There's murders every day. There's gunshots every day. There's fucking this zombie shit going on. There's explosions every day. There's train derailments every day. There's purposeful things going on. We're already in a fucking war, and now we have this shit going on. Like, bro, with MK Ultra and the stuff that they did in the '60s, just to San Francisco alone, right? You know, 
like when they were when they were spraying stuff in the fog. Like literally spraying mind altering drugs into the fog in San Francisco into San Francisco so that everybody um uh so that everybody um you know got all, whatever 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 project they were doing, whatever part of MK Ultra they were doing. Well, do you remember that Biden declared war on Russia on two twenty two twenty two? Last year. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, at two o'clock. Yeah, uh, two twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. So I mean, like, but you know, nothing happened. I mean, are we no, at no, war? None of this is now come of that. No. Right. I mean, are, are we at war? I mean, is that is that the whole thing? He declared war, and now we're actually at war. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, hmm. I don't, I don't get it. Like, But we're sending well, we're sending I, money to another war in another country that's supposedly happening too, right? The uh, the the other the other dog that's being wagged. It was uh, in the Ukraine with the with the rabbi in the green T-shirt. Right. <laughs> yes, descendant of partisans. That news story's been coming around again. What? Descendant of partisans. What does that mean? Oh, that Zelensky's like grandfather was one of three or four Russians that fought the Nazis in World War II. They were basically like Ukrainian inglorious bastards. Oh God! Yeah. I don't know with this with this drug. Who knows what it does on it? Well, we know what it does on its own. It's Sure. Used in in veterinary uh, medicine, vet medicine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, mixing it with things like fentanyl, with heroin. I mean, mm-hmm. who who knows the right the changes right. that it undergoes? Other opioids. Yeah, so, and and one point, real quick, I want to make uh, in one of these articles. This is xylazine is a sedative. It's not an opioid, so Narcan can't even work on you. Right. I mean, if you were to overdose, Narcan can't do anything. Right, here's the thing is fentanyl is 50 times more potent than heroin, right? And they're mixing this thing with fentanyl. I don't I don't like this doesn't make any sense. The people this Do you guys think this is just like day like day 1 of the zombie virus outbreak? I mean, it's possible. We've seen all the movies. We've seen all the video games. We've played them all, the Resident Evil series, uh, watched the movies. You're going to wake up in the morning, no, we've discussed, no power. We've dis- right. We've discussed which ones are training. I don't know about that, dude. I don't think it's going to be like that. Nah. I, I, I it'd be think... cool. I mean, it'd be cool, but it's not going to happen like that. I mean, sure. Give me give me six months. Come on. Just, just six months before <laughs> that happens. Let me get out of here. I, well, anyway. Um, city. Sure. But I don't, yeah, Narcan won't work on xylazine because it's a sedative, not an opioid. Yeah, there you go. Um, so it's a sedative, so it just puts you to sleep, but then it's the opioid that kills you. It's the stuff that it's mixed with, how the two react chemically. Right, right, right. Dosage used, because obviously it's it's a good sedative in small doses, 
Dude, the people in these videos are not going to sleep. They're like smashing windows. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. I mean, you see why I'm why I'm saying demon possessed? Because well, a couple of these are just ridiculous. Right, but also like, I've seen I've seen plenty in San Francisco of the homeless in the Bay Area in general of of the homeless acting like this. Yeah, it's just completely whacked out of their minds, you know. Yeah, and I'd, and wouldn't I'd, be wouldn't be you know it wouldn't look any different than an extra on the set of The Walking Dead. You know, of yeah, a dead, I, like I a don't dead, think dead that person. this is. Sorry, no. I so said you couldn't you couldn't differentiate between you know like a dead person on The Walking Dead and some of these people wandering around San Francisco, right? Yeah, I I don't think this is going to be some kind of like world changing thing. I think this is just another. I don't. I won't. I wouldn't even call it a pandemic, and <laughs> another facet of what's going to become daily life. Yeah, I mean, I guess more people are going to end up, you know, dying of stuff. I don't know. Are there going to be more people dying suddenly? Even though nobody's dying suddenly. And we'll see how it makes it out of the homeless population, too. They they seem to be the ones who are most affected at the moment. But I don't know if you remember Crocodile. It came over here as like a party drug. Well, that's the story. The story, yes. Yes. So I don't, I don't know. I guess this is one of those things where you have to put a pin in and see where it goes or if we even hear about it again after this week because that right. could be entirely possible. Right, right. That we just don't ever hear about this again. And <laughs> three years from now, we're like, hey, what happened to monkeypox and that zombie drug? Well, yeah. There was something else today um, with 12, 12 monkeys and monkeypox and there was, I don't know, it might have been in the chat. Somebody did a 12 monkeys correlation with monkeypox and something else that was going on today. Well, we never found out what happened with that. With what? You remember the, remember the uh, escaped monkeys? Oh, yeah. The escaped macaques. Oh, here it is. What? Yeah, from No BS News. Um, made... January 28th, 2020, a five-minute video. 12 monkeys, 12 tribes brought to life, COVID, monkeypox, reset. Ah, that's the one, yeah. 12 Monkeys that's was a great movie. Yes, it was. It's when I first started liking Brad Pitt as an actor. I didn't like him before that. All he had... I mean, if we're, being, if we're being normie, he's actually a very talented actor. Sure. Um... But I didn't like him because before that he was the dude from Thelma and Louise and then he was in like A River Runs Through It, which was like three and a half hours of trout fishing. And there's The Legends of the Fall, which is a great movie, but I mean, I didn't watch it until I was much older because I wasn't into those kind of movies when I was young. But yeah, yeah the first one. did Bike Club. The uh, first, well, 12 Monkeys was first. Yeah, it was first. Yeah. And then and then and then came Fight Club and yeah, Fight Club was good too. Anyway. So what are we looking at? Yeah, we so want- we're still talking about the zombie drug. I don't know, man. Like uh somebody was saying in the chat that um that's the uh, what do you call it? Is uh, the cordyceps? What's the movie? Uh, Last of Us. It's yeah, it's about it's the, the game fungus cordyceps. Oh, the game is about. The- oh, there's a show now, I guess. Yeah, it's gay. Yeah. Well, obviously they have fucking they have what's his face from 
Parks and Rec as a gay dude. Right. Ron Swanson. Right. The guy that plays Ron Swanson is now a fag. He's been a gay guy in a couple other things, too. If I remember correctly. Really? Yeah. Oh. All right. I mean, there's there I mean that's that's no, near, I don't like, think I don't think so. He's usually Mr. Tough Libertarian right wing man. Well that's so. just that's that's just the guy that's just the guy on Parks and Rec. No, he's very normally a libertarian. Really? He actually has a wood shop and stuff. He's kind of based. But they're they've you know, they're destroying him. Whatever. You pay the toll. Oh, so I don't know. Nobody's ever based. Nobody's ever really based. No. You get especially not in Hollywood at all. So. <laughs> all right. So, zombie drugs. No. Uh -oh. Reinhardt's uh, computer restarted on him so he's gonna have to uh, reinhardt will be back so in, in a moment i found so, yeah anyways tell, i found the stuff on the zombie yeah i was gonna say the zombie stuff all just came up tonight all all of a sudden back to back to back right that's another out. thing that's another thing it's a it's, it's in this state now it's in this state right it's and like that's a, a phenomenon it's like outbreak news it an outbreak of news um it's like an ai is creating these stories to push more fear porn and it state. could be totally fake right it could be 100% fake, just like just like that East Palestine thing could be completely fake, and all that is is just a pile of dirt with a tarp over it. Right. So, like, you know what I was thinking right away? Like, I've only heard about this in the past few hours while I was looking for news content for the, sure. for yeah, the show. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't hear anything like, about it until you guys start, until you started posting about it. Yeah, but, like, here we go with a 12-hour-long compilation ready to go. Come on. Well, I mean... It does look like just drugged out homeless people, right, and stuff, but... To be fair, that video has probably been around of, of those people acting like that. It's probably been around for a minute. Oh, yeah. And they probably just added... Excuse me. Well, like, this, this stinks of glow-in-the-dark, you know... Oh, yeah. ...operations. Oh, for sure. It's like uh, astroturfed or... Um, assisted well this could again you know let's put some more stuff out there so people don't know what to think when they see stuff like maybe people will start seeing stuff well like what do you think about the fable of zombies man the fable of zombies sure like it didn't come into human consciousness like into the idea of you know, the collective out of nowhere, like it comes from something. Well, right? There's always been like people coming back from the dead, but not I've all I mean, I've always I don't know. I, I thought the zombie thing was you've seen Serpent Under the Rainbow. That was about drugs. I, well, I know that Serpent in the Rainbow was about um, a certain plant. I can't remember the name of it, but the only place it's grown in the United States is in uh, Berkeley, California and uh, Los Angeles, California and Hollywood. It's kind of weird. It's convenient. It's in my neighborhood. It was in my neighborhood. We used to call me upside down. So my kid was afraid of him when he was younger. These big giant yellow flowers that like hang down towards the ground. And if wow. you if you yeah if you dry out if you do something to the flowers it can uh, you, throw the pollen or whatever it is I don't remember what it is, but how to do it or I don't I don't even I never knew how to do it but there's a process that you can do to make a drug. 
that basically turns you into a walking zombie for a while and you don't remember anything. And most people wake up with a sore butthole and no money. Jeez. Yeah. And, and, and uh, well, that's in the United States. Now, these things grow wild in like South America and Haiti. Well, and, yeah. I mean, the poppy zoo, you know? Right, right, right. So, yeah, but that drug, that was like the one of the taglines for the movie was don't let him bury me. I'm not dead. Right, because that was they, a great movie. They get, yeah, it was a great horror movie. 80s, right? So like that that kind of ties the idea of um a zombie to pharmacia, right? Yes. That ties zombies to drugs, right? Exactly. So you have this 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 drug that comes from you know i mean like you had you had witch doctors and shit in haiti and and africa and whatever making these concoctions from these plants that would turn you into a zombie right and yeah i think the the idea of coming back from the the dead only had to do with um you know the fact that it slowed your heart rate down so much that you perceived as dead as right it was right you were perceived as dead that's like the guy said i'm not dead and then um, they would bury them in a shallow grave because, you know, Haiti. And and then they would they would dig themselves out sometimes. And they've been, quote, brain dead for several days, so they don't they don't sound like normal and you know, now they're alive, but they've had no brain activity for seventy two hours, so now they're just like well, it must just forget seventy-two hours. It must just completely destroy you sometimes, right? Yeah, right. It probably kills most of them, but like occasionally some of them come back. Is that movie sometimes? Yeah, I imagine it, they can do some. It can do some kind of permanent damage to your sensory perception. Sure, especially of course. So. Sure, you're so, just gonna wander around on the streets like a zombie. Exactly. So there's that, right? I mean, the come down from that stuff can't be good. <laughs> waking up in a shallow grave yeah exactly after doing <laughs> after doing some sort of a dissociative dude i can't imagine like i i know what like ketamine does to people and like coming out as something like that i've seen some people have some like really like whoa where am i almost kind I mean, of it seems situations. a lot worse than missing your keys right 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 a whole lot worse than like where the fuck are we dude like, you know, like, <laughs> like, bro, we're at Brian's house. Sit down. <laughs> Sit back down on the couch, dude. You're fine. But like, yeah, it's a lot worse when you wake up in a in a coffin, you know, in like a wooden box three feet under the ground. Yeah, so I'm going to stay up tonight with the machete out and just keep an eye out in the neighborhood streets. Well, I don't know. For- dude, I don't think you got to worry about it. You got a blizzard going on. I don't think any zombies. I don't think any zombies would be out in that kind of weather. I think you're good. Speaking of blizzards, how'd your snow look this year? Did it look fake? There, Okay, so there wasn't much snow. But when there was snow, um, it was... Uh, Dogbot says that in Texas, sometimes they get this snow, and it doesn't look like snow, like there's not flakes. It looks like what would be in the inside of a beanbag chair. Yes. And that's what I saw. And but the thing was, is the only time I saw really good snow was when I was up north in Ohio. And because there was no snow down by my house this year, really at all. 
hardly at all. We got like, I mean, there was snow off and on, but like it didn't stick. There was never any any real snow. Um, but when I was in Ohio, I saw the um, that same beanbag chair stuffing snow. Yeah, we had some serious actual, you know, real looking snow. Yeah. Uh, this go around, but earlier this year we definitely had the beanbag stuff. It was strange. Yeah, they're like little balls. It's not, and it's not like, and and it's not like um, hail because they're soft, like snow. Yeah. And if you grab one of them and squeeze it, it disappears. It doesn't melt. I didn't try to burn any of it. Yeah, I didn't either. People burning the snow last I, year. I saw that where people were burning. That's what do you make of that? Or do you think that's fake? I don't know. I, I mean, it seemed like enough uh, actual amateur videos, like do-it-yourself stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, how, but like, think about how much of that stuff could be just faked. Eh. Even, even. Remember, nobody's real on the internet. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't real unless they saw it. Right. Unless you were there and it wasn't real. I know people hate that, but that's got, I mean, that's kind of the way it is. I feel I feel weird about like like saying that people are like, well, then now that you're now you're a simulationist and nothing is real. That's just the ultimate nihilist step. We talked about that with Saul the other night. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't mean nothing matters. If anything, it should tell you that there is a there is a purpose. You know, I think a lot of the uh, Copernican model of the cosmos actually leads to more nihilism than the idea that this is something special oh absolutely the the fact what that you're a speck on a speck an infinite vastness of nothing yeah small blue dot yeah pale jew dot conspiracy yep but it also um, helps to know you might you you know even if there's a schedule for apocalypse at least you know the schedule and it's not just going to be random because if you put on the science news Every week it tells you there's going to be a solar flare. Or a right. Every oh, man, week. we were going to die. We were, well, luckily we got missed by the Empire State Building asteroid. Oh, yes. Yeah. The elongated yes, asteroid. The, the elongated asteroid, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the one that's supposed to come back around. It's going to boomerang. Right. It's so going maybe to boomerang that, Maybe around. that is predictive programming, right? Maybe it is. It's going to boomerang around. And we're going to have to listen to Aerosmith save us. Um, yeah, you're going to wake up in the morning and the streets are going to be chaos and you're going to have a uh, mm. another YouTube album downloaded onto your iPhone without your... Oh, God, I remember that. I remember that when uh, U2, when, uh, U2 was forcibly added to my phone on my iPhone. One day I woke up and it was like the new YouTube, the new YouTube album was there. I was like, I didn't ask for this. We'll take the apocalypse. Yeah. I'll take the apocalypse. Don't give me YouTube on my phone. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so look at this guy. Look at this guy on the screen. This scrawny thing. Yelling with his little beard. David Hogg. Americans have no right to a gun. Listen. <laughs> he needs to take a uh, razor on the road with him. He, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say about that look. 
Like he looks like he looks like every Mexican American that's running for city council. If you put him in like a, if you put him in like a suit jacket, right? Well, his dad is CIA or FBI. Or FBI. Whatever. His father Which one was FBI. it? FBI. Yeah. So Apple doesn't fall. Right. Well, obviously, I mean, he's a crisis actor, but uh, yeah, this is what he said. He said, you have no right to a gun. You are not a militia. When you're talking about your Second Amendment rights, you're talking about a state's right to have what is today the National Guard. The modern interpretation of 2A is a ridiculous fraud pushed for decades by the gun lobby. Shut up, faggot. Well, do you think the National Guard is just short on recruits? They're looking for some more. Oh, dude, the National Guard is like, they're, dude, our military is not making hiring numbers at all. No, some of the lowest recruiting numbers and lowest retention numbers in the past, like, three decades. Yeah, nobody's re-enlisting. David Hogg is a good promotion for the National Guard, isn't he? Sure. I mean, look at that guy. That little faggot. That little yeah. lab-grown faggot. Look at you with your beard, that beard. Jesus. Oh, he has a beard now? I'm pulling up the, the article here. I've got to pull everything up. I'll spec up. What happened? Your computer what did, the, uh, did the Windows. Hi, we're going to do an upgrade now. No, not the update, but it, it just randomly restarted. i got to run a diagnostic and check some things out after the show. Because it's done this a couple times. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. That looks yeah. That looks horrible. <laughs> Look at him, man. That is the... Did you hear what I said? I said he looks like any Mexican-American in the mid in like the Southwest. Yes. Like half white, half Mexican, <laughs> who's running for, you know, for city council. Or... Oh, my God. Yeah. Look how thin he is, too. That skinny little fag. Well... Yeah, and this is not one of the. See, this is one of the ones where they're like, "Oh, that's uh, his eyes are too close together. He's a female." Now look at how wide his shoulders are. Yeah, he's not a female. They that's still need skinny, men for things. Yeah, that's just a skin. Well, they can't all be. I don't. They're not all inverted. They're not all trannies. Everybody says that. Nobody says that. Burb does. Get this. It Battle goes. Does. It goes, and he explained that even a federal government fitted with a standing army will find itself unable to overcome the people armed and banded together. Okay, guy. Well, hey, that's the point. Yeah, no no shit. That is exactly the point. Oh no! You see, you you, you don't understand. Um, he was he's re, no. He's quoting that that is from James Madison. That said that uh, this dude didn't say that. David Hogg just had this gay little tweet. The guy who wrote the article went on to talk about. And the Texas Second Amendment says blah 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 blah. That's all not that, that's not David Hogg. That's just a Breitbart writer, whoever wrote that. They're quoting James Madison, founding father. Yeah, it's yeah. R. Hawkins, A. W. R. Hmm. I, I don't know. Well, now I don't know how to feel about Madison. 
Well, I mean, you know, founding fathers did say some, the founding fathers said some base shit occasionally, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck to think about those guys. If anybody, okay? if, they wore, if, they fact, wore wigs, but did they though? I mean, but like, if in fact any of that shit is real, because that was like the sixteen, seventeen hundreds, right? Like some of those the founding fathers, right? Like, well, hold on, George Washington, how is he a founding father if motherfuckers were here from like sixteen hundred? And he didn't Wait. sign anything till 1776 years later. You're not the founder. Well, he, the, he founding, founded, the, the founding. Of, I found it. Yeah, I think it's more like the they, founders, they founders. They found the founding founded. of the nation from the disparate colonies. Mm, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But I like Grognak's explanation. Yeah. They founded. Yes, they turned it into a nation state. As opposed to colonies from Britain and... Holland and everybody else. It wasn't just England there were colonies of. Though. That's that's really weird, though, right? No, they're no, French. Spain. St. Louis was French, right? All that territory. Yes, like a good portion of the middle of this entire right, country the Revolutionary was War was basically just against the British. Right. Hmm. And the Germans. Well, the Hessians that they hired. Yes. Yes. The Rothschilds hired them. I love, like, the official narrative. I love the official conspiracy narrative. The official conspiracy narrative is so it's, convoluted. Well, the, the official conspiracy narrative is that the, it was funded on both sides by Jews. That's, oh, not, even, that's I, not official, actually. That's, that's... I was going to say, when I think official conspiracy, I, I think, like, normie-friendly. Well, what's, what's the normie conspiracy about the Revolutionary War, then? Well, basically, that it was funded by both sides, but not by Jews. Oh yeah, well, the Roth the Rothschilds funded on both sides, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yes. what it is. That's what it is. The French Rothschilds and the British Rothschilds. It's the like the French, Civil War. The French Rothschilds were invested heavily invested in the southern colonies. Yeah, yeah, no shit. It's French. like it's like the Civil War, and they you know norm, normies are okay to say it's basically Jews, but instead of Jews, it's bankers. Right. Well, you know, there basically like was no war for independence. You know, there were a couple skirmishes, but it was definitely like the idea of manifest destiny was that this was all allowed. Like, this is just something that was supposed to happen on the world stage. Uh, the British could have annihilated the colonies. They could have taken out the rebellion easily. It was only 15% of the population. Right. Right. They which is what, which is what snuffed them all out. Well, which is what, which is what other retards nowadays are like, we'll get 10% of the vote by 2024. If 10%. the founding fathers could do it, so all we, we need is ten percent of the vote. Nigga, I ain't getting one tenth of percent of vote. <laughs> Anyways, fake, fake and gay, fake oh. and gay. And for the person in the chat, Rothschild is not exactly a Jewish name. Um, Rothschild is Red Shield. Yeah, but Rothschild was a made-up name, made up yes. by the people who were Jews. Yeah. Like made they up made by people the who are Jews, but it's a German name or a German word. Well, compound it, word, it's I a, guess. It is a yeah, it's a German compound. It's a smush word, as Dogbot likes to call them. Yeah, and they they used it to integrate, assimilate. Right, and but that doesn't mean that that word is a real thing. But right. it is now. It is now. Hold on, Rothschild is now associated with Jews. From my understanding, the people that became the Rothschilds made that name up. Like, there wasn't a Rothschild family before these guys became the Rothschilds. Right. Yes, that's what Be- I've heard as well. 
Yes, because these families, as we know their names today, they have changed their names. They're still the same families, you know, many of them dating back to like, the ancient Mediterranean. Yeah. But they're green, not going to go by those names. Listen, Greenberg isn't a name that goes back to the Red Sea. You know what I mean? <laughs> as funny as the family guy skit with the Jews was. Which one? The one where uh, Peter's telling the Griffin family history. <laughs> he gets the Moses Griffin. Oh, I just I got, ate an hour ago. I forgot my swim trunks. Yeah. Can't get water in my nose. Well, I've always said that there's no way. I don't believe that story because there's no way fucking Jews are going to wander anywhere for 40 fucking years. Without, are you kidding me? Right? Uh, they keep reading all the uh, billboards in the yeah. desert. Oh, this is great. Oh, yes. I've seen this one again. No, but seriously, like, Moses, you're lost. Aaron! Your brother's lost. He's not listening. He's up on the listen. Got those texts from a burning bush. He was smoking the bush up there. Your, your East Harvard experience is coming out. This is why your mother left you in a basket. <laughs> Good lord! Throw the Jewish guilt. They couldn't have. They couldn't have run in through the desert for forty or forty years. Forty days? No, like forty-five minutes. Jews are going to start bitching. Right? It's hot. <laughs> what, did, what was it that um, uh, Larry Silverstein said? I have light hair, light eyes. The sun is a nightmare for me. Yes, because you people are fucking vampires. Yeah, I do like that joke about how they should have the biggest hats instead of the smallest hats. Well, they do have the biggest hats. Also, the small no, hats. No, no, they have the small hat tribe. They need the big ones. They need the Mexican hats. No. <laughs> well, depending on what kind of Jews you are, um, you know, depending on what kind of Jews you are, there, there's either the giant fur hat Jews or there's the little tiny Yarmulkels. 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 That's uh, my way. It's like my, uh, what is this? Uh, Simulacrum. <laughs> Yarmulkel sounds like a backwards word. It sounds like a demonical Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you're saying it backwards. Yarmulkel. Yarmulkel. Hey, what's... Let's see. What What's the official spelling? Is it Y-A-R-M? It's Yamaka, but it's... It, if you just read it like an asshole, it's Yarmulkel. Yarmulkel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yarmulkel. I know. I'm just trying to no, think of what you like an backwards. asshole, it's Yarmuluk. <laughs> yes, Yarmuluk. I had a buddy in California that had... Too bad you do not know the Bible. Okay, breaking bread. Um, we're we're trying to have a conversation here. Chill out. Um, I have a buddy in California who has a Donald Trump yarmulke, and like he wears it all. Like he wears it to stuff. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, in the That's Bay a good Area, novelty item, dude. In the Bay Area too, it's fucking great. Because like, what are you gonna do? He's a Jew, right? Can't mess with Jews. Zion Don. <laughs> yeah, um, Donald Trump went to East Palestine, speaking of Zion Don. And now FEMA is there, and literally nothing's happening. Yep, he showed up while Biden was in Ukraine with Zelensky. Yes. Called him out for it, and then, yeah, immediately FEMA showed up. Right. Right. Which I mean, is is very useful talk for getting normies worked up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hey, and did you guys notice uh, Governor DeWine in Ohio has not resigned? 
Oh, he has not. No. Contrary to um, eight people. <laughs> Nine people, maybe. Somebody held the camera. But apparently, uh, there's a call for his resignation over East Palestine. I don't, I don't know. I don't keep up on Ohio politics. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Eight people are very angry about this. Dude, if we couldn't get rid of Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren here in Massachusetts, they'll never shake that bitch. Dude. Elizabeth Warren, didn't she go to Harvard? She's, she's She was tenured at Harvard or something, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get yep. rid of somebody like that. Nope, nope, nope. No, you did not get the joke, though, Reinhardt. Never mind. No, sorry. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm okay. running a, a troubleshooting diagnostic. Oh, you're diagnosing your computer right now during the show? Careful. <laughs> Careful you don't have something bad happen again is all I'm saying. No, you're right. That's Well, I'm just running it and seeing what it tells me. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to die again. Gremlins. You have gremlins. I have gremlins in my computer. Well, you know what? On the other side of my computer, it's glass that I can see through, so I'm going to have to go through and check. Mm. See if there's any gremlins in there. Yeah, yeah. Any, any little goblins like swinging around on the wires? You can't see them unless you have those red lens. The, the, but those are on. Those are all sold out for two hundred dollars. I have some. The re- no, you don't. I actually have red lenses. They're just not in a. Uh, they're not in a frame. They're not. You have the actual red lenses from the diacetamide or whatever it is. No, not the okay. No, not that specific. Okay. We're but talking they are red about, lenses. We're talking yeah, about Yeah, not not the ones from Hot Topic. <laughs> no, I used dude, I used to have a pair are you kidding me? In the 90s I had like a pair of red round like the John Lennon round ones. Oh my god. But they were red. Oh, the rave sunglasses. Oh yeah. Those were great. Spectacles. Spectacles. All right, so <laughs> Spectacles. Um, um, do you, what? Do did you circle back to Biden while I was gone? I or? did not circle back to Biden while you were gone. But let's Jesus Christ, this guy is that <laughs> this guy? Like just when you thought he couldn't be any more retarded, Grandpa. Good lordy grandpa. lord. Let me. This is just creepy. Now hold on. Hang on, Joe. Hold up. Hold up, old man. I'm going to put this on the screen for you guys. Good Lord. Um, hmm. and make sure after after we do the video, go look at the first tweet reply. Uh, why is it it's not letting me do the thing? Oh, come on. If you want to just play it out of Telegram, I mean, he's he's not doing anything. There you go. Okay, we'll just play it on Telegram then. Because my, um, my OBS is not letting me trans- transition over to that screen. Poop. Anyway, yeah, we'll just, we'll just play this.
And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was a, there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. And I. Okay. That's the clip. Did you? Pearl Nelson's husband must be a very sad man right now. Right. So someone had to check him for a pulse. Is that what he said? Yeah. She'd breathe on him. I honestly, about five, ten seconds in, I thought he was going to start saying he, she would like kiss his toes or something. None of the. <laughs> None of none of the people believe this. None of the people none of the none of the replies believe this story. The replies are hilarious. I can't understand why he tells these completely incomprehensible lies. Like literally these are nobody believes this, dude. Nobody believes anything that he says. Like this is right up there. This is the fucking corn pop story all over again. This is, um, Jesus, that thing. Richard Levine. Oh, man. Oh, I got away. I I get away. uh, So today, the black guy at work, I said Bruce Jenner. I said Bruce Jenner. That's what I said first. He said, Bruce Jenner doesn't exist anymore. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, Bruce Jenner doesn't exist. I was like, well, first of all, I said Bruce Jenner. And I said, have you seen the movie um, Coming to America? They're talking about yeah. Muhammad Ali. His mama call him Clay? I'm going to call him Clay. I said, his mama call him Jenner? I'm going to call him Jenner. That's Bruce Jenner. <laughs> and then he's like, what did he say? he's like, bet. All right. <laughs> he's like, fair <laughs> enough. I was like, I'm sure Chad Ochocinco's father. You have to you have to talk to them at their level. I was like, I'm sure Chad Ochocinco's father is quite proud of him for changing his name from Chad Johnson Jr. You know, I'm sure his dad. God, that was an entirely different world, right? Remember that, man. Anyway. I remember that was big news. Yeah, that was big news. Chad Johnson changes his name to Chad Ochocinco. Good lord. Good lord. Anyway. Um, well, that was back when people like Dennis Rodman with his multicolored hair and dating Madonna was like news. Oh, yeah. Man, all oh, the 90s, bro. Like when, when shit like that was news. You know, now now you have Scott Adams starting a race war and, you know, fucking mentally degenerating grandpa up on the stage. And that's the thing, bro. Like, wasn't last week, wasn't he just doing, like, a very strong speech against something or for something, you know? Like, sometimes he comes out on stage and he's just like, I'm going to tell you something right now, Jack. We're going to whoop this and we're going to whoop that, Jack. All right, I'm going to eat my ice cream, Jack. Right? But now it's like. That's the clone that hasn't expired yet. Right, right, right. This is like bitch Stewie. I mean, this is this is literally the clone that is like two years past this ex- expiration date, sitting right. in the fridge. Right. This, one, this is the retard clone. Mm-hmm. Starting to smell like that pulled pork you forgot to take out of the backseat of your car three days ago. 
Yeah, it came it came like, out of the growth tube smelling like hot dog water, and they're like, boy, what right. when are we gonna use this one? Right, right, right. That was really specific. Hot dog water. I don't, huh? I don't have experience. I have experience with some weird kids smelling like hot dog water, but I don't have experience with clones. Not <laughs> both. Like. I was gonna say it for both of you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just. I was like. I was just. Yeah. Just riffing. So, um, much as I, I hate to give Ryan Dawson a shout, but I'm gonna do it. Did you guys hear about this? So, I didn't watch this. Yeah, Ryan Dawson went on uh, Goyam TV, I guess, is a handsome truth, and went on his show and autistically sat behind his microphone pops pop filter. And uh, this this one-minute clip is great. Now, mind you, this guy is making the rounds, um, and I've been approached to have him on the show, what, twice now? Yeah, two or three times. Yeah. And the guy who approached me to um to, to have him on the show no longer his he deleted his DMs and stuff. So <laughs> I guess he knows we don't we don't want to be hanging around with this yeah, guy. We, but listen, we can spend like two hours making fun of him. Yeah, I don't think I want to, but I don't know what I don't want to say I mean I don't really care, but I don't want to give the other guys any fucking airtime, but like there's there's a whole bunch of other people that have had this guy on and um this guy is literally making anti Semitism laws happen. So uh so Jonathan Greenblatt made up this fake day of hate that uh hashtag day of hate that got promoted on Twitter because the ADL has a huge Twitter account. Um and they made up this fake thing where and even um even Scott Adams said uh, Jonathan Greenblatt, you know, um, is out there looking for hate for hate speech, you know, and if that's what your job is, is to look for that. Well, I'm sure you're going to find if you get paid for it, I'm sure you're going to find a lot of it. Right. It's like he said, like, you know, if you're a ghost hunter. And you get paid by the ghost. I mean, of course, you're going to find a lot of ghosts. Right. Anyways, so Jonathan Greenblatt and the ADL made up this day of hate and literally the only person that went out there during this day of hate and did anything was fucking handsome truth. And there was like some uh, he got into a clearly staged argument where somebody clearly uh, in on the bit came in and clearly uh, telegraphed a kick that he was going to kick this dude. And he turned around and spun and grabbed him handsome truth to grab the other dude in a, some sort of a jujitsu move and quote, like put him to sleep, you know, and Oh wow. White supremacy. Right. But you know, now, uh, Florida is, I'll play that. I will play the clip later after this, but first, first from our favorite, uh, not our favorite, but feather nigga, Ryan Zion Dawson, I mean, Zion frauds and Ryan Dawson, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> here you go. Um, <laughs> these two Jews are very important. So I, I, and I know. Some are you a fed? Huh? Are you a fed? No. Why would I be a fed? I, don't, I mean, I don't... Ryan Dawson's autism right off the bat. Are you a fed? <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, like right off the bat, like the tism. Are you a fed? Okay. Back to it. 
was wondering if you're getting paid or if you're just this stupid naturally. Like, when you're going to do this shit with a van and act like there's crisis actors and stuff, like, that is helping their narrative. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you something. Are you familiar with the Smith-Mund Act? Nope. Okay, why don't you look up that and then uh, apologize after for calling me a fed. Look into the look I asked Smith- you if you were a fed. I didn't call you fed. No, I mean, that's it's one of those questions that where you're 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 kind of inciting or you're 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 kind of putting it out there like I am because it's I'm, what Colantel Pro would do. I mean, it's like you couldn't ask for a better opposition. Well, let me ask the chat since I've got 300. It's like completely backwards optics on everything. Okay, let me you ask, ask your own chat. Like, yeah, no, let no, me no, ask no, my no, own no. fans what no, they no. think. No, no, because there's of course they're going to agree this, with you. Like, no, no, that's not fans. not necessarily. You- <laughs> Oh, Fed says what? All right, Ryan got cooler. Ryan, all right, Ryan Dawson, I take back some of the stuff I said about you, buddy. You, you get one. You get no, one. No, he got he got that one. That was good. Um, that was good. Yeah, you didn't have to call the feds on John McAfee though. Like for real, man. Like that was uncalled for. But anyway, yeah, that was. Cool. Um, so handsome truth went out there and did the was the only guy that did the day of hate, and so because of that, now we have this and where is that um hold on can do you mind explaining the day of hate thing real quick oh well hold like on. super quick yeah hold on uh i like i just said it jonathan greenblatt just made up <clears throat> okay five days ago so here's let me open up let me, uh, Anti-Semites gather in Florida for weekend of hate. This was, that's not the one I wanted, but I will get to that in a second. Uh, in face of in face of threatened day of hate, yeah, the ADL urges to join in Shabbat of peace with white supremacist groups attempting to organize anti-Semitic activities as a so-called national day of hate this coming weekend, especially on Saturday, the ADL the Anti-Defamation League today called on our community and our allies to join together by creating a Shabbat of peace. Okay, so um, literally the ADL made this up because the ADL said in the past week they've tracked shooting attacks at Jewish people in the streets of Los Angeles, anti-Semitic demonstrations in front of a Shabbat in Florida, increases in the distribution of anti-Semitic propaganda in cities across the nation, and neo-Nazi protesters in New York City who spread vile anti-Semitism and conspiracy theory outside the Broadway revival of Parade the story that tells about the false conviction and lynching of Leo Frank. Okay, so basically we went around and uh, found a bunch of Jews to kvetch. So uh, what happened was um, the then, okay, a couple days later, the ADL on their website, they published this thing where they talked about anti-Semites gather in Florida for weekend of hate on February. So this was... Oh, this was the weekend before that. Okay, so they they were the ones, basically, um, John Minato, which he recently relocated to Florida from California, which that's handsome truth. And uh, he's the guy who went out there, and he's overly over-the-top anti-Semitic. In the video that where he's talking to Ryan Dawson, he has a, a swastika on on the necklace around his neck. Okay, 
So he is very LARPing, very LARPing, very much, very hard. Uh, and so now in Florida, they have um, anti-Semitism laws, right? And he's one of the reasons why they do. And here we go. And this is this is uh, right afterwards, right after right. This is literally after uh, the Goyam Defense League thing in the street there with the guy, you know, getting choked out, whatever. Radical group of cowardly scumbags. Unity and sunshine destroy it. The unity part is what you're going to see in this room right now. The sunshine part is what we're going to play on the screen there so everybody can see how despicable, cowardly, and reprehensible this group is all about. So first, I want to acknowledge my law enforcement partners that are in the room, Ormond Beach Chief uh, Jesse Godfrey, and with him is his mayor of Daytona Beach, Bill Part, mayor of Daytona Beach. Sorry, mayor. I don't want to demote you. Mayor of Ormond Beach, Bill Partington. Let me skip ahead. So they, they play this video. This is Friday, on February seventeenth. Oh 17th. my God! Leave our country. Go back to Israel. You know where you bomb Palestinian kids? Where we fund you, stupid fucking Jews? Eight billion dollars a year? You look like a horse. You look like a Jewish horse. Look at the horse face on this Jew. Okay, so this is what this guy is doing. This guy is. This is a staged operation. This guy is standing there in the street with a bullhorn. This is. Let me see. Is this up on the? Yes, this is up on the screen. Cool. So this is the Goyam Defense League guy. This is your. This is your handsome truth, who's out there well, yelling. Yelling. This is gonna save the white race. This right? is gonna save the white race. This was the yeah. This was the weekend of hate. Um, yelling at Jews in cars. So. Uh, Is, it, is that the guy? Okay, well, what's this guy? Wait, this is the one that tried to run us over. Watch out, watch out. Come on. This, this is the one hey, that dude. tried to run us over. Hey, fuck you. You tried to run us over. Move back. Back. What's up? You're not allowed to be on the grass. Move back. No, you tried to run us over. Move back. I said move back. No, you move back. He's not on the grass, Kai. Move guys. Move no, you're on the property. You know the rules. You know the rules. This is the sidewalk. I was kicking you out. Just asking you Why'd you try to run us over? Why'd you try to run us over? Why'd you try to run us over? What's your name? What's your Jewish badge number? Yeah, notice how all of a sudden when an actual Jew shows up, like he doesn't call him a filthy, dirty kike that kills Palestinians, you fucking piece of shit kike. You notice that? That's an actual Jew right there. That's an actual Jew. They're out in front of a, they're out in front of an, uh, uh, a Shabbat synagogue or whatever. Right. So when an actual Jew comes up, he's all like, "What's your name? What's your name? What's your badge number? What's your Jew badge number?" That's that's as far as he goes. But like, when when he's doing the thing on the street, oh, where's the video? Right. Oh, I'm not gonna play this whole thing. It's a 50 minute deal. But anyways, so DeSantis gets up there and. I think it's DeSantis. Is it DeSantis? No, it's not DeSantis. It's the chief of police. Anyway, so give this big press conference, and they get into anti-Semitism and all this stuff. And now, now Florida is going to have more anti more anti-Semitism laws. And this is how anti-Semitism laws get passed. And this is how gay ops are run. I mean, I don't know how much more textbook you can you can get. Well, 
Yeah, like I mean, you have I, one I hate to literally one screaming idiot with a megaphone, fucking it up for literally everybody. I hate to say it, but Ryan made a good point. It's like this is exactly the kind of Cointel Pro op that would be run. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a very successful one well, at all. No, I mean it's blatantly it's it's successful in as much as it's getting the, you know, it's getting the anti-Semitism laws passed. True. That's Dude, when it's yelling at those people in their cars is like super effective. I sure. Mean, don't you feel better? Well, like Johnny said, it's super effective in in getting public opinion and support of getting these laws passed. And that's all it is. Yeah, because people people don't want to see a guy. They really don't even want to see a guy twirling a sign for a cell phone company, right? On the corner. They really don't want somebody with a megaphone screaming about Jews. And I understand that. And oh, well, if you don't think that's okay, then Johnny, you're part of the problem. No, dude, that's that's not how you do things. I don't know what to tell you, nigga, but that ain't it. It's not how this works. Right, right. Eight people in front of somebody's house in construction booties does not get anything done. No, and we've been saying this for a long time. This is exactly why you don't go out and join a group. I don't know if you you people recall, but I am on the poster for Charlottesville. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I did my activisms. Yeah, doing doing the activisms of being out there with your face on camera and doing this kind of stuff, it's yeah. not going to get us anywhere. We no, are past- I, I did Texas is ours. I did I did Battles of Berkeley. I did Sacramento marches. I did all that stuff. I did Charlottesville. I did I did all those things. We are well past that point. Yes. And I'd say we're about eighty years past the point of nationalists gathering in the streets and, you know, swaying public opinion against the people who are doing these things to them. Pretty much. I don't I don't think that's possible at this point. No. It's not. No, because everybody's too involved in their devil mirrors and their in their own platforms and being influencers of their own and whatever. Or just having their, you know, just, just getting to their cooming or to their or to their their media or whatever whatever product they're consuming. Like we said before, the only things that you can do are raise a family, get off the beast system, and prepare. And that's not nihilism. This is how it is, bro. Yeah, it's freeing. In my opinion, it's freeing. I mean, it's less look, crap you have to worry about. <laughs> sometimes, like, it just be like that. You gotta, yeah. There's not gonna be. I don't, there's not gonna be any any massive banding together of billions and millions of people, millions of people, even thousands of people. I don't. I don't see that coming in anytime no. soon. Uh, if you listen to Normie, if you listen to like Normie Politico stuff, um, China and Russia are 10 years away from collapsing and the United States is doing fine. I'm like, what? What What are you listening to? Oh, except that they're going to nuke us. Right. Well, the whole I think the whole thing is that everybody knows that there's not much time left. Yeah. Whether they admit it or not, I think people are starting to feel it. Mm. It's like I've noticed how people are starting to. You know, the the lines in the sand are becoming deeper and deeper, and people are starting to take one side or the other a lot more. Um, yes. Yes. In, absolutely. In one way or another, obviously there there are different mm-hmm. facets to each side, but yeah, I think people are starting to see that something is happening, even if they don't know what it is. They have some kind of innate switch that's been flipped. Sure. 
All right, real quick before we get out of here. A fun one. The Mexican president claims he has a photo, which is proof of a mythical woodland elf. Now, actually, that's not what he said. But it's a pretty interesting picture. Yeah, Somebody, it's supposed to be possibly an alush. An alush, yeah. Alux, whatever. Some un- unclear creature perched in a tree. There's something in that tree. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see how tall this thing is. Alushas are said to be like three or four feet tall. They steal children. Right. And they said, oh, the president said, okay, there's the picture. There's clearly something in that tree. Clearly. There's two eyes. Yep. There's clearly something in that tree. And then um, the next picture is what it supposedly looked like. And there is the... There's the little Mayan carving. Which which these Mayan carvings, I mean, there's not any... There's not a lot of chip out marks or a lot of ablations either. You know, well, Central and South America, yeah, they're full of, of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of really beautiful carvings that don't have a lot of chisel. Well, maybe they use really fine chisels, but I don't believe that either. Yeah, just go look at freaking Saxe Woman in Peru. Or uh, Tambo, Tai Tambo, or Machu Picchu even. Right. Matsu Pichu's another yeah, a lot of there's all kinds of carvings all around. Right. All right. Yeah, so that's them that's what it's supposed to be. That's the elf that it's supposed to be. And there it is again in the freaking up in that tree there. You can see there's a hand. What appears to be a leg on the other side of the tree. I don't know if that's like what's around its head, is it? It's like a headdress. headdress? They, that's what they don't know. They don't know. But it looks like his hair looks like it's a drow. Four foot tall drow. Who said elves had to be tall? I don't know. It's a Mexican elf. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they're short. They're short and they wait outside the Home Depot at three in the morning. <laughs> steal <laughs> steal all the workers' beer and <laughs> all right. actually steal the workers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up for tonight. I think. I like ending it on on the Alush. Yeah, the Alush. Alux. Alush. Yeah, not Lush. Lush is different. Yeah, monsters, zombies, no big deal. Yeah, monsters, zombies. I wouldn't worry about it. Well, we're going to get out of here. But before we do, make sure you check out our last episode we just did with Saul Luckman. Uh, Grognak and I hung out with Saul. And... uh, Talked about his books, talked about simulation theory, talked about Jason of Archaics, talked about his theories. Uh, check that out. Then this weekend, we have another guest coming up, good friend of mine. Um, tune in for that. But uh, what else we got going on? That's it. Yeah. There will be a Necronormicon for those of you that are listening um, to the podcast. But... Before that, Reinhardt, did you do uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, release scratch offs. Yeah, scratch offs. Oh, just did. There you go. Cool. Sweet. Um, 
I don't know what I'm going to read for Necronomicon. I guess I guess I can do more. I mean, do do you want me to do another one out of uh, uh, Giants? Maybe Dogbot will do one. Okay. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, that's cool. If I have, if you have to. But record one just in case. Okay. Yeah. yeah Drizzt goes to Mexico. Yes. Yes. Aether. Mexican. The, the Mexican lost book. Drizzt. Drizzt Sanchez. Hmm. There we go. Scratch offs are out. All right. Yeah, there that's what I was going to say too, Aether, that he just wanted to say Saxe Woman. But, you know. Pretty sure that's that's I the mean, only reason he said that. Cool names, Cyclopean buildings. Mm-hmm. What more could you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you. And we're going to get out of here. I was just looking through this these chats. Over on... Um, over in Odyssey, there's Grundle. Richard Stroker from the chat. What's up, buddy? Ramrod, Breaking Bread. I I still don't know what you mean by too bad we don't know the Bible. Uh, Hover Hands, Rowdy Dude, and 14 Reasons. All those guys over in the Odyssey chat. And thanks for everybody hanging out on Pilled. Um, thanks to... Thanks yeah, for donations, guys. Yeah, thanks for donations, guys. Yes, thank you very much. Anyway, yeah, they um, did. They, they sure got twelve hundred gold pills. Thank Where? you all for those. Who? I didn't see any of these. Why do you guys not say that so I can give them the the shout outs? I feel bad. Now. We're doing it now. Oh, well, who was it? So we can shout them out. Uh, uh, we had them from. Hang on, let me filter it. Thank you. Actually, Aether, Aether, and Paper Moon. Thank you guys and Ranger Billy. There you go, Aether, Paper Moon. Yes, Ranger Billy. Excellent. Thank you guys and ben and ben thank you all who d- for donating appreciate it we are um we're working on locating new shirt people for those of you who still want swag um all i can say about the dissident apparel is sorry fam Did you guys check out the message i left them yeah yeah you don't think Things happen. Anyways, we were yeah. working on getting new new shirts, and this time maybe even different shirts. So, in zombie survival packages, zombie survival packages, including MREs. Could you imagine Paranormies MREs? Oof. What would, what would be? And we still and, and we still need, we still need to do the Paranormies Monster Manual. Yes. What's in it? What's in a Paranormies MRE? What's in the MRE? Not bugs. Radium. <laughs> Definitely say radium for healing. Mana. Radium for healing? All right, all right. And some mana. <laughs> and some mana? Of, where, where, a tube of liquid of liquefied mana. Wait a minute. What was what Grognet, was it you that was talking about mana when we were talking about salt? Was no. Who was talking about mana on the show recently? I don't know. Somebody was. familiar, though. Somebody brought up mana. Maybe I was listening to another podcast. I don't know. I actually got time to listen to a podcast or two this week. So, Oh, nice. Yes. Maybe I'll catch you up on You should get coast to coast. I, I don't get time to listen to anything because I have a tool partner. No, no. You, you should to... call George Snorri. Oh, I should call saying. George Snorri? Yes. What would I talk about? It takes calls, you know, like two hours a night. What should I call him and talk about? 
fam poll? What? I don't know. Should we make a poll? Paranormies poll? What should Johnny call and ask George Nori about? That'd be cool. Let's Talk do to it tomorrow. Yeah. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. All right. We're going to get out of here. Good night, everybody. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. The ancient giants who ruled America. The missing skeletons and the great Smithsonian cover-up. By Richard J. Dewhurst. Chapter 4. Copper-crowned kings and pearl-bedecked queens. The incredible pearls of Ohio's royal giants. Ohio mound builder gravesites are notable for fabulous caches of freshwater pearls found in the burials. Royal Mound Found, Oakland Tribune, December 10, 1925. Surrounded by bushels of pearls, some of them as large as hickory nuts, skeletons believed to be from a royal family of the prehistoric mound builders have been dug up out of the largest of the Great Saip Mounds, not far from Chillicothe, Ohio. That ancient mound is 680 feet long, 160 feet wide, and 28 feet high. Archaeologists have undertaken the task of exploring it by excavation. It is estimated that the skeletons may be anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 years old. Two of them wore copper helmets, and one of the skulls was provided with a copper nose. In what is now Ohio, long before Columbus discovered America, pearl fishing was an important industry. The streams of that region were full of pearl-bearing mussels, and aboriginal chieftains of the Miami and Scioto Valleys possessed collections of pearls which might well have been envied by European princes and potentates. In one Ohio mound a few years ago were found enough pearls to fill a gallon measure in size from a millet seed to two-thirds of an inch in diameter. There have been many such finds, in one mound yielding two bushels of pearls. From another, 500,000 were obtained. Unfortunately, these pearls have no present value. They were buried with the chieftains who owned them or thrown into altar fires so that they either decayed or burned. In some instances, they have been found cemented together in masses by water percolating throughout the soil. An occasional specimen of large size has been salvaged by peeling off the outer coats, a pearl being formed in layers like an onion. Evidence of the great antiquity of the Ohio mounds is afforded by the fact that they contain no buffalo bones. This seems to prove that at the time of their construction, the buffalo had not yet extended its reach as far east as Ohio. World's Fair Dig leads to Giant Monarch. Gigantic skeleton, evidently of a prehistoric monarch, exhumed in Ohio. Centralia, Ohio Enterprise, November 21, 1891. Chillicothe, Ohio. Warren K. Moorhead and Dr. Cresson who have been prosecuting excavations here for the past two months in the interest of the World's Fair, have just made one of the richest finds of the century in the way of prehistoric remains. 
Those gentlemen have confined their excavation to the Hopewell Farm, seven miles from here, upon which are located some twenty-odd Indian mounds. On Saturday they were at work on a mound five hundred feet long, two hundred feet wide, and twenty-eight feet high. At the depth of fourteen feet, near the center of the mound, they exhumed the massive skeleton of a man encased in copper armor. The head was covered in an oval-shaped copper cap, the jaws had copper moldings, and the arms were dressed in copper, while copper plates covered the chest and stomach, and on each side of the head, on protruding sticks, were wooden antlers ornamented with copper. The mouth was stuffed with genuine pearls of immense size, but much decayed. Around the neck was a necklace of bear's teeth set with pearls. At the side of the male skeleton was also found a female skeleton, the two being supposed to be man and wife. Mr. Moorhead and Dr. Cresson believe they have at last found the King of the Mound Builders. Bodies Wrapped in Precious Gems Oakland Tribune, January 3rd, 1926 in the United States, perhaps the greatest interest was aroused by the discovery near Bainbridge, Ohio, of the remains of four bodies of the ancient mound builders, a race believed by some scientists to have preceded the Indians. In the graves were found freshwater pearls in such numbers as to convince state archaeologists directing the excavations that the bodies had been wrapped in a covering of precious gems. When the skeletons were lifted, it was found that they had been resting on pearls, and fragments of tortoise shells etched with figures of birds and necklaces made of grizzly bear claws were found. Mounds such as the ones uncovered in Ohio are not rarities to the scientist. They were known to the earliest settlers, but no Indian tradition has ever accounted for them. Dr. William C. Mills director of the Ohio State Archaeological and Historical Society, believes that the mound builders once had extensive communities throughout the central portion of North America. He says, quote, There is little evidence they were a warlike people. On the contrary, they were a settled, agricultural, hunting and fishing race, given to intensive culture within the limits of their knowledge, they had more than a rudimentary knowledge of mathematics. The square, circle, the octagon, regular polygons, ellipses, exactly measured parallelograms, and parallel lines laid out in a large scale were common in use. The bones excavated show they were a capable people physically, and they were fairly broad-shouldered, and their average feet was slightly under six feet.' 